Hello and welcome to This Is Your FBI from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Equitable Life Assurance Society presents This Is Your FBI. This is your FBI, the official broadcast from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Presented transcribed as a public service by the Equitable Life Assurance Society of the United States and the Equitable Society's representative in your community. Self-reliant citizens living in their own mortgage-free homes are the cornerstone of a free country. That is why, of all the manifold services rendered by the Equitable Society to nearly six million people, one which ranks near the top in importance is the Equitable's Assured Home Ownership Plan. In about 14 minutes, Mr. Keating will be back to tell you, homeowners, about the Equitable Society's famous Assured Home Ownership Plan. Tonight... The subject of our FBI file, Bank Theft. Its title, The Penny Lender. This coming Sunday, February the 18th, marks the beginning of Crime Prevention Week. Its purpose is to call attention to the alarming fact that in this country... Almost 5,000 major crimes are committed every day. That's more than 200 every hour, more than three every minute. The problem is made more difficult because as fast as the FBI and local law enforcement agencies succeed in putting seasoned criminals behind bars, new recruits step in to swell the criminal ranks. As fast as some go straight, others go wrong. In tonight's case, from official files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, you will see where these recruits come from. Some are previously law-abiding citizens who succumb to temptation. Others are borderline cases, hovering on the fringes of the underworld, who finally decide to cross the border into crime. Tonight's FBI file opens in a narrow alley just off Skid Row in a Midwestern city. Ragged men sit in clusters leaning against the brick walls, some sleeping, others trying to get one more drop from an empty bottle. In their midst is a neatly dressed elderly man with a small notebook in his hand. As he looks around, one of the derelicts rises and approaches. Good morning, Mr. Page. Well, how are you this fine day, Twink? Oh, broke. <laughs> Naturally. Nobody ever comes to see me when they're solvent. <laughs> uh, can I have some money? Yeah, let me examine my records. I paid you back last time. Alan Bentley Carson, and uh, here's your page, Twink. Now, you borrowed on September 6th, paid it off. October 9th, paid off. December 13th, paid. Uh -huh. Yeah, Twink, your account balances. So here's your loan. 60, 70... Seventy-five cents. Oh, thanks, Mr. Page. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. All right, now, anyone else here who needs a small sum to tide them over, no security, just a friendly loan. <laughs> Use the money for a week. You, Leo Page, 
that's right. My name's Fred Stewart. I was sent to see you. Well, now, you don't need references. I can tell an honest face when I see one. Uh, My limit for a loan is $2. Shylock, huh? Mr. Stewart, I'm a banker. You wish to borrow? No. And what is it you want? I hear you know every bum down here. Well, that's probably true. I know how you can make yourself three bills. Three hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. Mr. Stewart, there are limits to my scruples. This is legit. Say, Mr. Payne... Now, just a minute, Twink. Uh, Go on, Mr. Stewart. My uncle Charlie hit the row, and I'd like to find him. Here's his picture. Well, now, a patrician face. You know him? Why, I've glimpsed his tragic features occasionally... Uh, uh, he's what the men call a loner. Where is he? He mentioned a sum of money. It's in my pocket. Well, I'll take a down payment of a third. You got it. Yeah. Consider me in your employ. The other deuce is yours when you come up with it. Now, there's a foul-smelling hamburger house near here called Slim. Yeah, down the block. Yeah, there are tables there in the rear. You seat yourself at one, and I'll... I'll join you there in an hour. Uh, greetings, Mr. Stewart. I thought I'd grab a sandwich till you came. Oh, no, no, no. Put it back on the plate, sir. man who runs this place thinks the pure food laws of myth. <laughs> well, that's better. Now, to business. You got some wood? I found him. Where? Mr. Stewart, I'm not reflecting on your character, but you're forgetting my fee. Tell me and I'll pay. Now, I uh, I have a peculiar malady. Only one thing loosens my tongue. Money. Suppose you come up with a wrong joker. Mr. Stewart. I took a flyer giving you the yard before. This time you take the chance. That's your last word? Yeah. All right, sir. Farewell. Hold it. Here. One. One fifty. Two. All right, now talk. Yeah. Your dear uncle resides at the Star Hotel in room 19. I'll go see him right away. Later that day at the local FBI field office, Special Agent Jim Taylor approaches the desk of Agent Walter Emery. Morning, Walt. Oh, hi, Jim. He's a present. Another case? (laughs) Thanks. Frank Johnson was on it with me before he's transferring. What's it about? Well, a few months ago, bank examiners found the Broadway National Books on the short side. Oh, how much? Uh $37,000. The day the examiner showed up, the teller named Glenn Fillmore disappeared. Convenient. We kept a surveillance on his apartment friends, but we never got anything. The money turn up? No, we didn't have any serial numbers, but we sent Fillmore's picture to every bank. Mm -hmm. As far as we know, he never opened an account or rented a safe deposit box anywhere. Sure, Shayla, bookmaker. I don't think so this time. Fillmore was on the frugal side. Was? Yeah, the police just called. His body's been found in a room at the Star Hotel. The only star I know is on Skid Row. That's the one. He was living there under the name of Charlie Jones. Well, that money went fast. Well, maybe not, Walt. He was murdered and there was no sign of any cash in the room. Oh, you want to examine the room with me? Uh, sorry, Jim, I've got an appointment. All right. If you get a chance, will you read up on the file? I'll check with you later. Hello, Roy. Oh, 
good evening, Mr. Stewart. Your usual table? Yeah, this way, please. This one will do. Very good, sir. Wine list? Thanks. Did you see our friend? The job's done. Anything in his room? I threw what he had in the bag, your girl in the checkroom. The uh, thought turn is excellent, sir, yes. When you go to the checkroom, there'll be an envelope in your overcoat. I had 300 expenses. For what? Finding him. Well, Vicky told you he was on Skid Row. It's a big street. I paid a guy to locate him. You got 2000 for the job. Plus expenses. Okay. Before I go for it, I want to see what I'm buying. I'll be right back. I'll be waiting. Vicky, Vicky, have you dipped into the bag yet? Just now. I found the receipt for a package. Yeah. Thanks. Village Warehouse, October 4th. That's the day he took it on the L.A.M. from the bank, so this receipt has to be for the package of dough. Yeah. Well, one way to find out, I'll claim it first thing in the morning. Call me? Oh, no, Jim. Well, Fillmore's hotel room is cleaned out, but the porter told me somebody asked this morning how to find room 20. Was that Fillmore's? No, he had number 19. But it could have been the killer playing cute. 20's been empty for a week. Get any description? Yeah, but not a very good one. Porter's at police headquarters now going over pictures for us. I'm sorry I haven't cracked that file yet, but uh, I had an idea on it. No. You said Fillmore wasn't a type to gamble. Mm -hmm. How about women? No. No, he was a confirmed bachelor, too. The only evidence we uncovered about a girl showed he'd gone out a few times with somebody named Vicki Ogden. Who's she? Works in the hat check room at the Club Romeo. Great place for a bank teller's girl. Yeah, we thought so, too. So we worked on that angle for weeks, but it all added up to zero. Anybody check on her recently? Yeah, just two weeks ago. She still lives in the same hotel. She's kept a job. She does not spend her salary. Oh, I'll get one. Mm. Special Agent Taylor. Captain Carey at headquarters, Taylor. Yes, Captain. That porter make an ident yet? Six of them. He what? He's picked out pictures of six different men. Oh, who are they? I've got a messenger on his way over with the pictures, and I'm putting every man's record on the teletype. Well, thanks, Captain. I'll get down to the wire room now and catch them as they come in. Excellent shot, Mr. What? Stewart. I haven't seen a cue handled so deftly in years. <laughs> Aren't you out of your neighborhood, Mr. 